Sock passe, sock passe, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of The Zoe View. I'm your host, Bo. I appreciate you guys tuning back in with me. Hey, before I start, man, I just... You guys that's older than me, please don't go too hard on me. I just discovered, like, the catalog music of Sade or Sade. I don't know how to pronounce her name. She's a singer from back in, like, the 80s. In 90s, it's spelled S-A-D-E. For you guys, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, let me know in the comment section. Like, I knew one song of her and like that shit, you know, from like, I think from like, like, you know, that one song everybody plays of that one artist. That's like a classic song. I just heard that song. But like I randomly one day just started listening. I was in a fucking YouTube rabbit hole and I started listening to like all her music and like, yo, she has a voice. Like she has her own voice. And I'm like, damn. Like to me, she's like definitely like top five singers to me. If not, she definitely got her own voice and I like that shit. Like that shit is soothing. You know, smooth and shit like that. And, you know, I might sound young to some of y'all that's listening, but fuck it, man. I was born in 91. And based on what I seen, most she was like at her peak when before I was even born. So, you know, cut me some slack, man. All right. I want to give you a little story about myself and, um, you know, take what you can from it. And I, I'm going to include some family members on here because I had a discussion over the week, this past weekend, with um, some of my cousins that I grew up with. And it opened my eyes on something, something very important that I didn't know or I didn't see at an early age. And, you know, as an, as an adult and becoming a man, I'm realizing shit over time or I might realize something later on that I didn't know. I was originally born in Haiti. Born in Haiti, you know, I, not to say too much, born in Haiti, I grew up with my dad and my stepmom. My mom didn't raise me because, to to my understanding, him and my, her and my dad just separated. Grew up in Haiti, basically. Moved to the States. Me and most of my family, my, some of my dad's side moved to the States around, I'm going to say when I was like 99, 2000, 99, 98, 2000, around that time. I grew up here in Miami. Grew up in Miami. I was raised by my aunt and my uncle. My aunt, which is my blood aunt, and my uncle as in her husband. My uncle is a pivotal, He's a, he plays a pivotal role in this story. And he plays also plays a father figure to me. Early on, basically from age ten, I'm gonna say to like eighteen. So that's like the core. To me, that's like the core growing up age. You know, this guy he didn't know me. He knew me through my aunt, which is his wife. At the, well, at the time, his girlfriend, but later on, his wife or whatever. This guy took me under his wing as his own you know for some of you guys listening for some of you guys listening that's in the island descent you know or has not even islander like people that's not american that's from outside the country you know 
there's always that guy that always have you know a family in America and in a family in the states <laughs> like he had he well before he even met my aunt he all he had a family back home as in he had kids already he might have a few side chicks you know but that's neither here or there before so you know growing up me and my other cousins that was here you know he needs to always treat us with respect i mean there's been times where him and my dad or might have some issues but that would never he never showed it to me that he had an issue with them or he had an issue with me because he always treated me with respect kind care and i was just amazed like i mean my dad was here but he wasn't physically here like my dad was mostly in haiti so one of his son that I had a conversation with over the weekend is um we just having to talk, you know, talking about father figures and you know how to grow as a man. We're all doing now. We were just reminiscing about the good, the bad, the ugly about growing up, you know, in an island household and also in an environment like the inner city in Miami. Okay, his son came to America, but before he, his son came, I remember there's been multiple times when me and him chilling and he used to be like, man, I work hard because I have family back home, not just his parents. I got kids, multiple kids back home that I have to take care of. So for any of you guys listening from other countries, you already know. Some of those guys that was born in that other country, the older ones, they nine times out of ten got, you know, maybe a, a kid or two, a family or two, <laughs> a family or two back home. So for you Americans... Or folks that want to deal with that. You can. But, you know, check that. I mean, there's no way you could really check that type of history. Because, especially speaking of the islands, a nigga could hide his whole... A nigga could really hide, like, three wives and five kids down there. You won't know a thing. And he in America. So, you know, he, my uncle used to always tell me, you know, I work hard. You know, every time I get money... We'll pay the bills, but I also have to send money back home for the kids. Fast forward. You know, I'm talking to this cousin, his son. Reminiscing, you know, he grew, his upbringing was different because he kind of grew. When he came, to, he came here to our house, he kind of had a stepmom and his dad. And, you know, the stepmom was not treating him the best of ways. I'm going to leave it as that. And, um... He was just telling me some things the dad would do, you know, like, you know, first of all, that uncle, he had a, he also had a fucked up side. I would say, you know, he would go back to Haiti every year, every year, which is not wrong with that, but it's just the fact that how you going to have a household here or supposedly a family here, but you're spending like over two, three months in another country every year without the person you're with. That's neither here. I was just wild when I when I looking back at it now. I didn't think nothing of it at that time, but looking back at it now, I don't see myself doing that shit. Like if I got a family here, there's no way I'm spending like two three months just cause for vacation by myself without my family, or if it's not my wife with at least my kid, you know, some shit like that. So his son used to tell me like, man, this nigga was trash. He was trash, as in, you know, he would barely send him any money if he needed. And then every time he would call him, he would be like, oh, how much money you need? It will be strictly just that. 
But in the back of my head, I'm like, man, he always said sometime when you guys call or anybody call from his, from Haiti, it needs to be like, you know, what you need. It's like, you're already calling for a purpose. You're not calling to ask him how he's doing, what's going on, what's new or whatever. And so he told me, man, this man was fucking a chick next to him. That that was his neighbor, I should say. Fucking a chick over there, sending her like five, six hundred dollars and sending him like fifty, sixty dollars. And I was like, damn, it's another thing. I'm not condoning him fucking that chick next door, but the fact that your own seed that you only sending this amount of money, but if a young chick you just met and you sending them everything, it's just crazy. No, I am a male too, so I understand that new pussy do make you do some wild, wild things. But I understand. And to me, that just shocked me because I looked at that uncle in a completely different light as he, that he looked at him as. And it's just so surprising to me. I'm like, wow, to me, he was just that guy that would never, you know, that guy that was always there giving me good advice. You know, I wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for some of his advices. But basically, in his un, son eyes, he was just a piece of shit. You know, to this day, his son is, you know, kind of blaming him for what he has become or what he did or didn't get to do in his life. And he's almost 30. When I also tell him that, you know, it's not too late. It's never too late to have a talk or it's never too late to change your life. I'm telling this story is because I know there's somebody out there who's in similar situation or have been or is in a situation like this and don't even know it yet. You know, take control, man, and don't be afraid to put your pride aside to have that talk. I hope you guys take what you could take from this story. Several layers in there. And I'm going to leave it as that. For So for some of you guys after hearing this, you know, if you're still interested in the island, man, I got a couple young studs that need some um, green cards or, you know, that's just looking for love and things like that. <laughs> Just let me know in the comment section. Hit me up in the inbox. I'll link y'all up. I'm going to end it here by saying, uh, once again, water is very important. I see some people cracking cracking up, thinking I'm playing, but I'm not playing at all. The more I talk about drinking more water, the more I'm realizing there's a lot of people in my life who doesn't, which is shocking to me. Uh, side story. I had a co-worker that I used to work with. Um, you know, I used to tell her, you know, you should drink some more water. Because she always be trying to... She's older. So, she was in the, in her 50s. But she... She looked young because she's black and black don't crack. So, she used to... I used to tell her, man, you should drink some more water. You know, cut back on certain things you eat. Which I know is hard. But start off by just simply drinking more water she told me nah i can't do that first i don't like water two i don't like getting up to always using the bathroom and in my head i'm like so fucking what you getting up to pee is more important than fucking your livelihood later on in life so 
guess what happened a couple months later? She called. She she called. Me. We we was talking, and then she told me, "Yeah, I went to the doctor earlier this week. The doctor told me I'm at risk for like diabetes or some fucking disease somewhere along the lines of that." And she said, "The doctor told me I got to cut back on certain things I eat, and um, also drink a lot more water." And I'm like, "Wow!" In the back of my head, I'm like, I laugh, and I'm like, "Bitch, I told you this shit months ago. Why you ain't just do it?" But, you know, I had to learn to realize some folks, if it ain't coming from the doctor mouth themselves, they don't take it as serious or I don't know what the fuck going on. More of the story, drink more water is better for you. And um, I'm going to keep this going, man. So thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share. If you enjoy this episode, share with a friend. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Please leave a review on SoundCloud. I mean, not on SoundCloud, but on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. And uh, till next time, peace.